Hello again and welcome back to Daily Devotions with North Clay Baptist Church. Today, we are going to be reading through the book of Jeremiah, chapters 29 through 32, as we continue in our one-year Bible reading plan. And the primary gospel themes that we've seen throughout the book of Jeremiah are that God must deal with sin, that we must repent of our sin, turn from our sin, and turn towards Christ in obedience and faith, and that God will ultimately secure the salvation of His people. And so in chapter 29, we read Jeremiah's letter to the exiles. And contained within this letter is one of the most often quoted and, in my opinion, the most often abused verses in the Bible. And that's Jeremiah 29, 11, which states, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares Yahweh, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. And we see this verse plastered on wall art. Uh, throughout homes in America. We see it quoted at graduations. We see it on bumper stickers and the like. And the reason I say it's abused is because it's often being applied to contexts that are foreign to what's taking place in Jeremiah. What we see in Jeremiah is that God is about to lead his people into judgment. And though he is leading them into judgment, that this judgment was ultimately for their good, that uh, though no discipline seems good at the time, it is through judgment, it is through discipline that God is working out all things for our good and for His glory. And in this verse, contained within this letter, is a reminder to God's people that though this seems dire, though it seems that everything is falling apart, know that I have good plans for you and that my plans will never fail. And that is a good reminder for us today when it seems like all of the Western world is falling apart. And certainly in our nation here in the United States, we are seeing what looks like judgment for our sin, for our sins of um, a sexual immorality, for our sins of abortion, for our sins of forsaking God in every area of life. And though it seems like we are headed for dire circumstances, this letter serves as a good reminder to us that no matter what happens around us, God has plans for our good and for His glory. And we can always trust in that. In chapters 30 and 31, we see the prophecies concerning the restoration of God's people. We also see that this restoration would include a new covenant that would be vastly different from the old. As we read in chapter 31, verses 31 through 34, Behold, the days are coming, declares Yahweh, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares Yahweh. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares Yahweh. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And no longer shall each teach shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall know me. From the least to the greatest, declares Yahweh. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. We see there that the substance of this new covenant is vastly different from that of the old covenant. And it's vastly superior to that of the old covenant. And we know that this new covenant was ushered in by the life, death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus Christ. And then in chapter 32, Jeremiah buys a piece of land. And we see that this purchase was symbolic of God's promise to restore Israel to the land. 
We also see a prayer of Jeremiah to God asking for understanding. Jeremiah recognized the infinite might and wisdom as, of God, as well as his own limited and fallible nature, and prays that God would cause him to understand his ways. And as the chapter closes, God reiterates his promise to restore his people and bless them. Again, we see the foreshadowing of the gospel in verses 38 through 41, where we read, And they shall be my people, and I will be their God. I will give them one heart and one way that they may fear me forever. For their own good and the good of their children after them, I will make with them an everlasting covenant that I will not turn away from doing good to them. And I will put the fear of me in their hearts that they may not turn from me. I will rejoice in doing them good and I will plant them in this land in faithfulness with all my heart and all my soul. This everlasting new covenant was brought through the person and work of Jesus Christ. It is because of his sinless life, his sin atoning death and his sin defeating resurrection that we are raised from our deadness in sin, that we are given God's law within our hearts and that we are eternally blessed.